Welcome back to Marriage Monday. Thanks so much for joining with me. My name is Dave Berenger, and this is my podcast to help you build your marriage one Monday at a time. Today, we're going to do a part two to what we began last week. We started a conversation about the issue of lust. This is one of the most requested topics I get from listeners. They want to hear more about this. And now, last week, we kind of focused on lust in terms of pornography and that type of lust. But today, I want to have a little bit more generalized conversation about the topic. Now, when I think about lust in terms of a biblical stance, this is what I would define lust as. It's unbridled desire. It's a desire that just wants to rule your life, wants to enslave you, and wants to lead you in everything that you do. So whenever you hear preachers talk about the the lust of the flesh, which is a, a phrase that comes from Scripture, it's talking about unbridled desire. And today, when we're going we're gonna to talk about a more specified desire, which is sexual desire, which I believe we have. It's God-given, and it should be explored and, and understood and enjoyed in marriage. But many times I see couples that are just so consumed with it, and usually it's one person or the other that's not being driven by love. They're being driven by unbridled sexual desire. And unfortunately, they mistaken that for love. And so let me give you five quick warning signs that if you are experiencing these, that you may be driven more by lust than by love. So number one, overwhelmed by thoughts of sex. Now, if you're listening and your spouse is more sexually driven than you, it doesn't mean they're lustful. Let me repeat that. It does not mean they're a lustful individual. It just means they have a higher libido than you do. That's okay. That's fine. That's normal for marriages. But there's a difference between I have a high libido and I am overwhelmed by thoughts of sex all the time. And if you are being overwhelmed with it, then I'm going to challenge you. You may have a lust issue that you need to have dealt with, that you need to get healed in your life. Or here we go. What about this? Lack of curiosity about your spouse's life. A lack of curiosity. If you are driven by love, there is this beautiful curiosity that's there, and you're wanting to know about them. You're wanting to know what's going on. You're wanting to invest in them, listen to them. But lust, you have a lack of curiosity because what you're interested in is only the attributes that meets your sexual desires, and that's unhealthy. How about this? Number three, you only live in the present. When it comes to lust in your marriage, you are so hyper-focused on the present and what you need right now as opposed to love that continues to grow. Love doesn't ignore the present, but love engages the moment in order to continue to build the future. Love sees so much more than the moment. Lust is unbothered by the differences between you and your spouse. Lust, again, it's about that gratification in the moment rather than love that looks at differences and engages the differences. Lust many times can see a difference and will not care unless it gets in the way of the desire, where love recognizes those differences, grows in those differences, flourishes in them, and challenges those differences so that the couple can get healthier. And lastly, number five, lust focuses more on private time than public time private time than public time or even social time. Why? Lust always wants time together because there's more opportunities for sexual fulfillment to happen. Now, again, I'm not against sexuality. I think you ought to be having it as much as the both of you want. I encourage it. It's good for the heart, good for the body, great cardio, and it may heal your marriage. It gives you great enjoyment and fulfillment. It's fantastic. But when you just only want private time, 
and you don't ever want to be with other couples in terms of having social time, double dates, you're, you're with people, um, when you don't want to have any separation, for example, um, I will go off with guys, we'll watch a, a football game, we'll go get some wings, my wife has friends she'll go to movies with, they hang out. When you can only have private time, and not just because you're an introvert, but because you're driven by if we're alone, then, man, I can get my fulfillment. That's a lust warning sign. And so we got to get to the place where we are recognizing that if we are being driven by lust, we have to learn that, number one, that's not love. And when something's not being met, it doesn't mean we're falling out of love. It may mean that my lust is being challenged and I need to get control of that in order that we can live in love. Because there's differences between love and lust. And that's the question I get a lot from people is what are the differences? Let me give you a handful here. Feelings. Feelings associated with love and lust are so different. Love is an intense feeling of care, affection, and its commitment. Those three things are just so huge in love. You have care, you have affection, but even if those two wane, there's still the commitment that's there. Whereas lust is more about this raw desire and this pull between one another. And when that goes away, or when that gets tested, people will say, I'm, we're falling out of love. And that's where you gotta challenge the feelings. Because love, you have care, you have affection, and when those things get attacked, you have to lean into the decision and the commitment that you have. Feelings really show the difference between love and lust. What about the timelines? The timelines are so different between lust and love. I read this great article from Science Direct that talked about the timelines, and it really was emphasizing that love is about immediate momentary gratification, where love, it takes time to grow. Love doesn't just focus on today, but looks forward to tomorrow. It meets you in the moment and walks together forward because it has vision for what this thing could be rather than lust says, what is it right now in this moment? What about time spent together? Lust, when it comes to time spent together, you must have some sort of gratification, specifically sexual gratification, for that to be successful time spent together, where love, you look at the moment and whether or not sex or ha sex happened or it didn't happen, the gratification was found in the togetherness, not in what exactly you did. Do you see the difference? Lust, listen, again, not against sex in a marriage, but lust is driven by what did I get in the moment, whereas love says, what did we get? What happened between us? What poured into our marriage? We walked away. We smiled. We walked away. We laughed. We walked away with a memory. Did we have sex? Maybe, maybe not. That doesn't matter because the gratification came from that time and the moment that we built together. Future commitment. There's another difference between lust and, and love. Because when you're in love, you want to plan for your future and you want to continue to learn more about your partner. You want to grow together and lust. Again, it's not, I sound like a broken record. It keeps coming back to the moment. What is being gratified right now? And if that is being gratified, then that drives you forward. And lastly, relationship dynamics. When it comes to relationship dynamics, if you're living in lust, you might be lovers, but you're not necessarily friends. But when you're in love, you've got a friendship Instead of seeing your spouse as somebody that is going to fulfill you, that your source of fulfillment, they're your partner and they're your friend. You accept them imperfections and all. 
And so I think this is a great topic to talk about with your spouse. A hard topic, yes, but a very good topic. And it's a topic to really listen to and to begin to think about Psalms 139 that says, search my heart, O God, because it's easy to point at your spouse and what they're doing wrong, but to listen to it and to begin to ask yourself, am I being driven by lust or am I being driven by love? And if my spouse is being driven by lust, how can I, in a humble way, confront them, talk with them, and not just abandon them in it, but to walk with them through this and to truly be that spouse, that partner that they need me to be? Here you go. One of my big challenges, and this is a great, great way to approach this topic, is to sit together and read the first portion of 1 Corinthians chapter 13. We know it as the love chapter. You see words, love is patient, love is kind, it doesn't envy, it doesn't boast, it's not rude, it's not self-seeking, it keeps no records of wrong. Read that portion all the way to the point where it says, love never fails, and here's what I'm going to challenge you to do. Each of you read it, but instead, instead of saying the word love, put your name in there. Dave is patient, Dave is kind, Dave doesn't envy, he doesn't boast, he's not rude, he's not self-seeking. Start reading it through like that with your own name. And I want you to kind of make a note of whenever you say your name and one of the definitions of love, when you find that it's not consistent, you need to make a note and recognize that that's an area that you can grow in, in your love to help be the better spouse, the best spouse that your marriage needs to help that to grow forward and to grow deeper in love. That's all I got. Love y'all. Have a great Marriage Monday. Have the conversation and we'll see you next week. God bless.